Yo, hello and welcome to a special edition of Stereo City, uh, where we pay tribute to the man, the legend, the icon, that is Diego Armando Maradona. And this entire episode is going to be a casual conversation of us discussing what he meant to us as lovers of the beautiful game, to us as people, to us as fans, and his impact on society as a whole, because very few people have managed to do and to reach the levels that Diego Armando Maradona did. So let me bring in the crew first and foremost, Daniel Donato. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. What's going on, everybody? You know, living the dream, buddy. And uh, I'm glad you're with us because I'm sure you've got a lot to say about the man as well. A man who wrote an excellent piece. And if you haven't checked it out, make sure you do. It's available up on the score. I'm, of course, talking about the sports caddy himself, Anthony Lapopolo. Ant, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, doing well. I'm happy uh, we, we were able to come together again and do a little short show here. And um, I'm going to introduce produce the production team of gizmo and bozy but um gizmo what's up buddy how are you sir all good man how are you i am good i am good and let's get into diego armando maradona the man who touched lives both on and off of the pitch a man who was enthralled in controversy a man who is a hero to some and if you ask the English, they're still demonizing the man in, in a lot of circles. So a lot of people have a lot of different opinions on him. But at the end of the day, we saw the cultural impact he had on learning upon his death. The world almost, I don't want to say shut down, but the world really did take a moment to take a, a silence to have that moment of silence and to pay tribute and you saw it on social media you saw every team almost every player in the world pay tribute in some aspect because i'm not sure there is an athlete on the planet today that could compare in terms of how much maradona meant not just to the city of napoli or to the country of argentina but to the world as a whole and the level of stardom he reached is just insane so let's start off by what he was able to accomplish with napoli and this was a team that when he arrived was literally fighting for relegation and not only did he eventually lead them to two scudetti a coppa italia a uefa cup a super coppa he led them to heights never imaginable this is larger than just a team winning trophies this was about the south finally dethroning the hierarchy that was the north and that's that's almost what maradona represented as a whole and i think that's why he was so important to the people of napoli because if you go there today you see how much he meant to that team there's there's a player on napoli right now Diego Demi, who was named after Maradona, like that, that just says it all. And I want to get your thoughts because I want to know, we're going to talk about your piece, but I want to know where do you even start when trying to write a tribute or an article or an obituary on Diego Armando Maradona? Well, for me, it was basically starting at the very beginning and that's his childhood in, in the barrio of uh, Villa Fiorito. Um, that's where his story begins and that's 
really where his character and personality was born. And we see that uh, in the reflection of Naples. They were a perfect match, really, uh, Maradona and Napoli. The city fit his image so well and, and vice versa. And I think that more so, obviously, the talent and, and what he did on the pitch was so memorable. But I think because he was able to embody the spirit of the Napolitani, I think that is the reason why he's so revered and, and he's he's lionized and he's, he's looked upon as a god in, in Naples. It's because the people there saw themselves in him and... You know the the southern Italy. There's a lot of comparisons to make between, you know, Argentina and, and southern Italy. Obviously, a massive settlement. You know, of immigrants came from southern Italy in search of work, um, heading over to Argentina uh, in the 1800s. And so, we see here a player who came from the slums, essentially uh, from Argentina, had so much talent, but also struggled a lot with expectations. Somebody who obviously found comfort in hard drugs and and just coping mechanisms, I guess, to deal with with the fame. Uh, he didn't really like all the big crowds in Naples as much as he loved playing there. He didn't like all the adulation, and you know, I think that ultimately sent him down a, a really dangerous path. Uh, and so that the fame in in Naples is kind of a double edged sword because. While it made him a god, it also revealed some of the the darkest parts of his personality and his uh, of his being. Yeah, and that's a very good point because I think anybody who's studied the history of Maradona knows that he definitely had his demons, and they were always there and they always existed. There's there's the famous story of uh, Manchester United wanting to sign him and. Sir Alex Ferguson going to meet him in a nightclub and you know he he was doing cocaine and had various women of the night around him and decided not to and he ended up with Napoli shortly after and I think of course Napoli you know the nightlife and the dark side of the city ultimately helped those issues that he had they made them more prevalent right because it allowed him to live that lifestyle you know do what he did and you know sober up and still perform on the pitch like he did but i i don't necessarily think this is the time to talk about right the negative because there was so much positive that he did and what i really liked about your piece is that it highlighted the human side of him you know, in the sense that you saw those coping mechanisms that you touched upon, but that's exactly what they were, were right. coping mechanisms, because this was a guy who dealt with having to provide for his family at such a young age. It's a great point. I saw a lot of uh, pieces about Maradona and just things written or said about him that I thought were a bit unfair. I didn't want to portray him as just this druggie who just couldn't control himself. Um, because the circumstances of his life and, and death are, are are a lot more complex than that. And having to provide for your family at, as a teenager, that, that's an enormous weight to have on your shoulders. And and moving to Barcelona, and he had two wretched years at Barcelona, and that's where he developed you know, his cocaine addiction, really. That's where it began, not in Napoli. And it's unfortunate. That was the cost of his fame. That was the cost of his career. 
Uh, it was the cost of his life, really. But we are fortunate, um, and we as a football community are fortunate to have been able to witness, even if it wasn't live, even if it was on tape or uh, on YouTube, we were able to witness a true genius at work on the field. He may not have had the longevity of Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo, but within, I would say, that six to seven year period, he was like truly unstoppable. And what he did with the Argentinian national team, um, winning the World Cup with, you know, a group of players who weren't really rated um, in 1982, actually, at the 1982 World Cup, he played on a better Argentina team and didn't go as far. He actually got sent off uh, against Brazil in, in that World Cup. Um, so he did more with the lesser group. And I also found that that was a recurring theme in his career where he kind of lifted teams that, you know, weren't really fancied or uh, weren't expected to do much. You know, when he arrived in Naples, when he arrived in Napoli, that's that was the case. Um, you know, you mentioned that they were fighting against relegation uh, the season prior and he, he was able to deliver trophies to a city that had never experienced anything like that before. And I think his his qualities as a leader, I think that goes a little bit underreported. You know, we all know about his his skills on the on the pitch and the things he did with the ball, you know, from dead ball situations, from you know, taking on multiple defenders, starting from midfield and running all the way down the pitch to score a goal. Uh, we know all about that, but I find that, you know, his role as a leader on those teams, I think he really relished being I guess the guy that, that people look up to and being the one who kind of, it, it's ironic because that was also ultimately his downfall because he had to deal with all of his, all of the fame that came with it. But I think he really liked being the leader of Naples. He liked being the captain of Argentina. And, and I think uh, he thrived on teams that were maybe a little bit disenfranchised. You know, he arrived in Barcelona uh, all all the, the grandeur of Barcelona didn't really fit in there. Um, so that's what I like about him. He kind of built things from the very bottom and only went up from there. Yeah, and what's so crazy, and the last time I was at the, what we're going to call it now, the officially the official new name is the Stadio Diego Armando Maradona. And when I was there in the last time, you still heard the Ovisto Maradona chants. I mean, this is 30 years after he played there. And this is, you're seeing, you know, 15-year-old kids, 14-year-old kids, 10-year-old kids, you know, chanting his name still. And that just speaks of the impact he had in Napoli. And Gras, I want to get your thoughts on what he meant to Argentina as the country. Because, I mean, we saw the outpour of emotion when he passed away and, and what he signaled. But, you know, people compare him to Lionel Messi. And I'm not going to make comparisons on the pitch between players who played 30 years apart. Right? It's just not fair. It's impossible to do and you're wasting your time. Um, but we can't compare what they meant off of the pitch culturally to their countries. And I don't think in all fairness to Messi, and I mean, it's not his fault. I don't think anybody could ever, you know, fill the shoes left of by Diego Mar- Mar- Maradona and what he did. But compare maybe the two of them or, or talk about what Maradona meant to Argentina as a whole. Before I say what I think he meant to Argentina, I just want to piggyback off what Anne said. Maradona thrived uh, being the captain of the national side, being the captain of Napoli being the idol of 
both club and country um, of millions of people. And I think the reason why he loved and he thrived in that condition was because he was looked at as the breadwinner at 14 years old. The pressure was always on him. The only thing he knew was pressure. So I think he enjoyed and he played better and he thrived better when there was pressure around him because that's the scenery that he's always been around, right? Earning for all those siblings. I think he had eight brothers and sisters and both parents. So you're making all this money to put bread on the table for your family. You were being asked to lead a country and we all know what football slash soccer means um, in South America. And as well, obviously, Italy footy is the biggest thing. I think he thrived and he enjoyed being the captain because he needed that pressure. I think that's when he excelled the most. And obviously we saw the hashtags and everything that people were seeing and everything had the word Dios with the number 10 instead of the I and O. And I think that's exactly what he represented for people from the Campania region, from Naples, from Argentina, from his hometown in Buenos Aires. I think he meant everything. I think he was a god to them because he brought something that couldn't be given to those people because many of those people lived paycheck to paycheck if they were fortunate enough to do that because some of them had nothing they had nothing at all they didn't have food they didn't have shelter some of them lost family members either through war through poverty uh through going to jail and other things he meant the world to them because he was the miracle that people prayed for Whatever your problems were from Monday to Saturday or Monday to Sunday, those stopped. For those two hours when he played, everything stopped. He made them a better person, even if it was only for a short period of time. Because he provided hope. He provided the sense that there is something better on the outside and that I'm not just the person who's suffering he's suffering with me but he's allowing me to smile and forget that i might not have a meal after this game or i might not have a roof over my head or my best friend or family member might not be here anymore because of whatever reason and the list that i just gave he said and he, what he did made everything okay and i think there's there hasn't been a a figure like him since if my biggest comparison would be, I believe he is like Babe Ruth, both on and off the pitch. If you're able to watch the Babe Ruth documentary and the, the movies that he was, that were made around his life, they're very, very similar with the success they had on the field, the demons that they had to fight off the field, battling drug addiction slash alcohol. They're extremely comparable and if I recommend people look at the documentary or watch the documentary of Babe Ruth and you just look at the same figure as Maradona, the player for the people. Maradona, obviously, he wasn't adopted like the way Babe Ruth was, but he was expected to be the, the breadwinner. He was expected to lead um, his team. He was ex there was so much pressure, so much expectations on him. And I think that's why people adored both, because despite all of their demons off the field, people could relate to them. I'm not perfect and neither is he, but he's still able to excel and excel at a high level. And I think both Maradona and Babe Ruth, all they wanted to do was have fun and make you feel like you were a better person and to bring you joy. 
And all Maradona did on the field was bring people joy. I understand, you know, there was the incident, his last game with Barcelona, I believe it was the Copa del Rey finals, where there were the, that infamous knee to the face of the opposing player. You know, there's all these incidents that you could allude to. All Maradona wanted to do was make you happy. All he wanted to do was make you proud. He obviously came from a very poor family. The country resembled him. He was a fighter. The country was fighting for salvation and fighting for their equality and their freedom and their respect from others. Maradona took it upon himself to lead the country. And the same could be said for the North versus the South that we always have the debate in, in Italy. The people from the South are looked at as peasants and uh, the poor and people with limited education and intellect. Maradona kind of resembled that. He wasn't gifted with the greatest amount of intelligence. He wasn't allowed to go to school because of his situations. He was poor. People looked at him and they related to him. And I think for all of his faults off the field, which I, you know, I'd rather not list. And we obviously said in the beginning that it's not the time nor the place to do that. And I wish a lot more people thought that way. I, I, I don't appreciate, you know, the English pundits and other people polarizing him because of his off the field antics. Those don't go away, right? He, he did what he did and he said what he said. And, you know, that you cannot be erased. And that obviously travels with him. And that's part of his legacy. But I don't think it's a time or a place to demonize him because we all have our own demons and we've all sinned before and nobody is perfect. But what he meant to everybody was hope, joy, pleasure. My friend, who is my also the best man at my wedding, his dad is from Avellino, which is obviously right beside Napoli. And he would tell us stories that people would waste their entire paycheck just so they could buy a ticket to go watch the game on the weekend. He said that people in his, in his town, what they did when Napoli lost was unthinkable either to themselves or to other people because he and the team meant so much to these people because they, it became a part of them. So the way Maradona is, it wasn't perfect, but We'll never see another character like him. And, and I'm happy that he didn't come up in today's age because can you imagine what would have happened to him with Twitter and with Instagram and with social media and the comparisons with other players and the access to certain drugs or the certain you know things to feed his demons? It would have been so much easier for him to be polarized and to be shot down and to be beat down. So I'm happy in that sense. I also feel sad for Maradona because there were so many people that used him and Anthony alluded to it in your article, which was brilliant. I absolutely loved reading it. He was used almost as a puppet to a lot of people and the people that surrounded him were a lot of yes men and it was ultimately his downfall. But comparing him, you said, Kuba, you asked to compare him to Messi. They're obviously very comparable. They both were left-footed. The, the way they played their game, their vision, the way they would score, the way they would assist players, arguably the greatest number of tens of all time, um, you know, playing just right behind the center forward and strikers, but people that also contributed to goals. I think it's hard to compare the both because of the eras. 
you see the way Maradona was chopped down. I could only imagine some of the players in today's game if they were chopped down like that. Like we've seen Neymar go down for less. He probably would have broke. He probably would have lost his limbs, right? Like who, who today's players are not as tough as they were before, and Maradona was as tough as nails. You know, I, I I'm obviously not a Napoli fan, and we cheer for the Italian national team, but when Maradona died, it was like. I think a piece of everybody died because he meant so much of the sport that we love. Yeah, and I think we really saw that. And that was what was was truly I don't want to say inspiring because nothing about, you know, the situation is inspiring, but it is crazy to see the whole football world come together regardless of who you cheer for clubs that you never even heard of are tweeting out videos of of what maradona meant to them or to their fans and in all honesty and again i know i'm a little bit biased in this it really was touching to see napoli you know some of the tributes we saw on sunday when napoli played against roma um it was you know fitting that insignia scores a free kick the way he did you know wearing and i got to get to this point as well is those argentina jerseys that napoli were wearing those argentina inspired jerseys napoli had always planned to wear those against roma in week nine that was a decision made at the start of the season and the fact that you know and there was actually hopes that I mean, it was a long shot, but that Maradona would he be able to be there or to partake in some way in some celebration. And unfortunately, of course, we know he passed away the week prior, but it's just insane how life works out sometimes. So Gizmo, I want to get to you quickly. Is there um, a memory, a particular game, uh, a highlight for you or just uh, something about Maradona that really stands out for you that, you know, you'd like to discuss? Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, so one of the coolest things about him, I think, which maybe people probably have heard uh, ad nauseum, but I'll just repeat it again, that he holds the record for enduring the most number of fouls during the 1986 World Cup with 53 times. And uh, additionally, holds the record for the most number of fouls endured in one match in 1982 against Italy, where they did foul him 23 times. So imagine going up against the guys like Gentile and uh, Shirea. And- yeah, how many times did Gentile foul him? Saying, probably right? probably 21 out of 23 exactly so that's probably one of the coolest things to me is that like he you always had to have maybe like one to two to three um you know players just on him to make sure if you really wanted to close him down and do your job right i'll piggyback off that the point that gizmo just made because even though he was fouled so many times he never really dove you know, like he never, like there were maybe a few instances where when he did fall, he ended, he, he, he somehow did it gracefully. You know, it was like a, like a swan dive. It was, it was picturesque, but he was never really a diver, right? He would, he would try to get up as soon as possible. And his, his goal was to score goals. Um, that was his main objective and could say that that's just the way, you know, it was in the old days. But I think that, also speaks to his the drive that he had and just the way he approached the game obviously he, he's remembered for the hand of god and the deception and stuff but he did play the game with a little bit of integrity as well you know and it's odd to say that but it's also true because you know we see today how many players flop at the you know you mentioned neymar grassi how many players flop at the slightest touch you know imagine you know having to endure what what Maradona had to endure on the pitch, just getting absolutely chopped in half every game. 
it's another interesting tidbit too about Maradona that yes, there was deception, but there was also a, a, a sheer commitment to just playing the game. Like wasn't his ankle broken? And again, when he was playing for Barcelona. Maybe that was his last game, not the knee to the face incident where he had, there was that big fight at the end of the match. One or the other, I can't remember. But yeah, I, I remember him breaking his ankle with, because of a two-footed tackle. And imagine, it's insane what he had to endure. Even like obviously off the pitch, we know what he did to his body. But on the pitch was just as difficult. He was getting chopped at every from every angle, but I think, and obviously maybe this isn't the right word when you use the word integrity with him because of the hand of God and whatever. But I also do think that he, just to piggyback off what you said, I think he did have respect for the game where when he, if he was fouled, he literally jumped right back up. Now, obviously that's difficult to say when we, you know, because of the hand of God and other incidents, but he wasn't a person who just laid on the ground or rolled a hundred times like we see now. He would get chopped and it would be bad and he would be battered and bruised and even bleeding and he would just get right back up. And that's a testament to his character. And I think the conditions that he was brought up in and the conditions that I think he thrived in allowed him to become that player. Because I, I don't think if he was... If he came from wealth and he was pampered and baby, he would have been even a third of the player that he was. I think those trials and tribulations impacted his leadership, why people wanted to fight for him and would go to battle with him, and ultimately the way he played the game. He wasn't obviously a big player, but he wasn't afraid to get stuck in, right? which a lot of players are. And it's just a testament to his overall demeanor and his drive to win because not many players had that drive to win like he did. And on the biggest occasions, he obviously showed up. It was almost like his stature was just perfect for the way, like the way he played, it just suited him, right? He was, he wasn't the tallest player, but he was short, he was stocky and you couldn't stop the guy. And he just made it look so lovely with the ball. Like you could, if you haven't seen it, and I don't know how you haven't seen it by now, but if you haven't seen the warm up with him dancing with the ball during, you know, before a Napoli game, make sure you YouTube that because that's just, I mean, it really is just poetry in motion. So I don't know. Uh, there's just so much to say and that can be said about the legend that is Maradona and just rest in peace and our condolences with the entire family. Um, and I think on that note, we're going to call it a show. I have been your host, Marco Kubani D'Onofrio. And we're out of here. <laughs>